This is a caffeinated risk espresso shot featuring Dave Tyson. One thing that really struck me at the the end of your book, I think it's the second last chapter, you talked about the unbundling the value chain to figure out exactly where security fits. I, I thought it was interesting. It was a very interesting exercise. I think the first thing is it's important for the people running the security services to understand where they actually do and don't add value, because I think they likely benefit from that look in the mirror. But assuming they figure that out, how do you go about socializing that, capturing it, and then sharing it so that your customers essentially actually understand what you're doing for them? Yeah, I mean, well, when Porter wrote the value chain, when he was at Harvard, you know, one of the things that he basically said was, look, you got you to gotta measure each step of the way where the value is being created in the company because that's where, you know, that's where the money is, right? Well, and, and the way I looked at it was, okay, so I'm a guy uh, doing on security patrol. I'm in the loading bay and, you know, somebody's loading stuff onto a truck and everything that falls off that truck is taking value away from the company, right? And so, you know, in one organization I worked, you know, they had 50,000 packages going missing a year. Oh, that hurts. Right? Uh, you know, and, and it was, they were just building it into the, the cost structure, which makes them less competitive and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But the, so the point is, is that when you get the security team in, engaged in this idea that, hey, you can help create value by, you know, stopping let's call it 40 or 50,000 things from going missing by, you know, getting into supply chain and understanding logistics and understanding what the cameras are actually supposed to detect. And maybe by the way, that license plate of that truck or the background on that driver uh, need to be considered. Now, on top of that, uh, you know, when you see as a simple example, when your trucks are getting hit running down the road, back in the 90s, you know, the game was roll up beside the van that's that's going from Best Buy or whatever electronics store. And they were literally, you know, reading, you know, the devices, you know, the TVs and stuff that are inside the, tra- the trailer while it's going down the highway. Now they know I got to get this truck pulled over so I, we can rob it. Right. And because they're reading that they're reading the tags on there because they're not secure. Now, you could have chosen it. So now you're into the business for the conversation. Let's choose some secure tags because the industry decided to go with cheap ones right. when they set the standard. But, uh, you know, so I think that, you know, the whole idea of what Porter was trying to say, what I did was adapt it for security by saying, it's not just figuring out where the value is, but the, is, is, you know, does your program save or reduce that, that that value leakage. And then how do you how do you actually get that across? Do you would you then figure that out in a slide deck or something and then book a meeting with the head of supply chain and say this is what I'm doing for you? 
Well, so I think I'll, give, I'll, use, I'll go back to the power company example because <clears throat> I think that's a really great, a great way to, to, to illustrate it. We, uh, our cyber intel program detected um, a threat actor who was uh, trying to sell the first SCADA hat kit. And so the way hackers work, they put them out on a bulletin board. Here's, here's some code samples. And he wanted 50 grand or something for the thing. Now, nobody had done this before. And so through our intermediary, our threat, our, our intel company, we went and engaged with those guys, got code samples, turned out to be Siemens equipment. And we went and ran it against our code base and we protected everything before it had even been monetized, right? Before, you know, and, and so we were protected. So when I, and now 16 other people within the next few weeks were out there trying to monetize those hack kits because God hates a vacuum, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? So when I went in and sat down with the SVP of that division and said, by the way, here's what we did, you're safe, not to worry. And the guy was like, huh? <laughs> right? And next thing you know, when I go looking for, you know, his support on something, I had it. Yeah. Right? You know, because last thing he wants is his new plant lighting up because some, you know, because you show a little me Aurora video and you see some generator overwhelming, right, from a cyber attack. And so, which he had obviously seen. So, you know, he said, hey, oh, by the way, didn't cost you anything. You're protected, and now you're ahead of everybody else in the business. I like that, and that's part of what I think we all need to take more lessons from: is this idea of when you interact with executives and you're able to assist them or help them or or help them move their objectives for the business, they remember that, right? Absolutely, every executive that I've ever dealt with over the years, if you were able to help them out reduce some of the friction between security and the business or help them get to their goals or objectives. They remember that along the way. And I, I think we keep forgetting that lesson is that we can't, as security professionals, we can't do this by ourselves. Like we're here to help the business, right? I, I was doing a, a temporary CISO gig for about seven or eight months, a, a couple of years back. And, and you know, the business, it was clear to me that this business, you know, they were a great company, but number three, number four in the world, they want to be, they want to grow. Like, well, the first thing you need to do is, is, you know, lock down your security and then market the crap out of that, that you're protecting your customers' data better than anybody else in the game. And guess what? They did. And we created a business security program and they started marketing. And guess what? They went up to number two. Mm -hmm. And the competition got wind of it and started doing it themselves. So the point is when you can impact the business, you know, Mother of God, you've got to have a go at it at least. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you might as well just go back to rattling doors and, uh, you know, checking locks. Yeah.